Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, <laughs> last week I kind of had this last minute, you know, idea about sharing what was on my mind, literally about mindset. And of course, I bumped the idea of sharing a, an episode on due diligence with you in the process. And I thought, well, obviously I should talk about due diligence this week, shouldn't I? But no, I um, actually realized that we, we had the culmination in the Young Apprentice program, uh, the pilot that, that I ran um, in the month of October. And uh, we, we, we wrapped that up toward, you know, literally at the end of October, and we did a little bit of a share with the Young Apprentices. And I thought, well, yeah, that's what I need to share, actually. So this is all about them. Um, it's not about us. And I must admit, I'm pretty inspired when I just listen to these uh, young people who are talking about their dreams and their aspirations, their plans and their goals and how they're going to go about things. And I don't know, I think you probably might have heard them speak at the beginning of the program. And, you know, I sort of prepped them a little bit. We'd had a kind of a one-to-one before they shared the first time around. So they'd already down the track a little bit by the time they shared that. But when you hear them now, as I'm about to cue them in, I think you'll, you'll realize the growth that they've had the realization that they've had about you know their plans and and that they can actually achieve their their hopes and their dreams going forward, and it just kind of gives me a, a buzz really. It really lifts my spirits. The um, the original um, criteria for the program that were that the uh, these apprentices, these young people, needed to be aged between eighteen and twenty five years old, and of course we had George who kick, who's going to kick us off. He's seventeen years old. Um, admittedly, he's got fantastic aspirations and, and ob- objectives for the future, and he probably needs to learn a, a bit more. Um, not being, you know, unconscious, you know, needs to go through it like we all do. Um, but there's some just some amazing shares that the uh, the young group here have got to share with you. So I'll shut up now. I'll cue them in. And we're going to hear from George, Matt, Jade, Ryan, and Joe in a second, and I'll come back and do a little bit of a wrap up. And just before I do, um, just want to put you on notice that. Um, there's there's an opportunity for them to continue their journey in a mastermind group. Uh, we, we, I'm thinking about creating something dedicated for them, but actually what I think would be the best thing is if we can keep them close to our existing mastermind group. And the reason for telling you that is that there might be an opportunity for you to support um, you know, one or more of them in that process. So stay tuned and I'll come back and I'll tell you more about that in a minute. So we, we've reached the end of the uh, Young Apprentice um, programme. It's, it's been 30 days, more or less. It's just, just been under 30 days. We've just had our final call. We've overrun, as usual, because it's me. Um, but we've got, we've got five young people here who, um, let's see what they have to say about what they've been through over, these last, uh, over this last month. So in their, in their own words, it's just going to do a quick summary. Uh, we'll just go around the table, so to speak. And I'm going to start with George. So George, why don't you kick us off? All right. So my Sunday goal is quite ambitious, and that's to hit a net worth of £1 million. Um, and at the start of this, I didn't really know how I was going to reach that. I just had the ambition of reaching that. So that's what the program has really helped me to do. It's a really successful strategy, which has given me confidence in me reaching that. So 
my one-year goal is to raise finance, gain more knowledge in the industry, network, um, and kind of get rid of my bad habits, such as spending more money than I should. Um, I also want to look into deal sourcing, my one-year goal, um, possibly set up a business in that. And then my Sunday goal as well as that is to have a couple of business ventures. So I'd like to further that deal sourcing business and uh, also make a few other investments. Um, my strategy is to do uh, flips and then do a um, value-added renovate rental and keep doing that. That way I can keep my cash flow good um, and I can go at a quite a fast pace as because as my goal is quite ambitious, I need to reach it um, by having a lot of new houses each month, uh, each year, sorry. Um, and I, I found this um, program really motivating, as there's a lot of like-minded people in the course. It really helps better my knowledge and see other pe people's point of view, especially with um, my wealth. Data. I'm quite different to a lot of people. And seeing people's views, such as steel energy, really helps to understand the business a lot more and how I can be successful in it. Um, my buddy was Carl, and he's helped me understand about the deal sourcing and how that can be very profitable um, and how a lot of people use it. And there is actually a good market for it. So definitely going to look into more of that and try to a business in that. Um, and this program will put, will, has given me knowledge and also fundamentally the skills to start my ventures and start my climbing on the property ladder um, and also will increase my chances of success rather than it being quite a risk like before. And it has also given me confidence in the future and really given me something to work for, which I really appreciate. Um, and overall, it's been a really good experience and really enjoyable. And I uh, thank Richard for it. Well, thank you, George. I, I mean, I'm actually bowled over with everything that you've you've mentioned there. <clears throat> and just just quickly, how old are you again? Seventeen. Seventeen years old. And so um, it, it's amazing to hear you talk that way. And I think probably the biggest uh, thing that I've taken away just watching you is you probably came in with a vision or a, or a dream or a, or a you know big goal. Uh, but didn't really have a plan. And, you know, that was one of the first things you said is, you know, you kind of now you've, you've seen a practical way to maybe realise your vision. And so that gives me tremendous, you know, encouragement along with the things that you talked about with the belief and the, some of the tactical support, you know, what you've picked up along the way and, and, and networking and, and working with other people. So, George, you know, I wish you all the best. Thanks a lot for participating, being an active member of this group. And uh, looking forward to that big goal being realised uh, in the not-too-distant future. You're welcome. So that's George. And um, next up, we've got Matt. Yeah, thank you, Richard. Um, so I will go through my uh, my goals right now. So my my high-level goal, my someday goal, is, uh, is quite fluid, but really it's to be financially secure, right? So I have multiple streams of income, uh, which can support my home ownership in the UK, uh, around around the London area, um, and free me from worrying about certain discretionary purchases. And so if we put a monetary figure on that, 
it would be to have a net annual income of £100,000 um, in 10 years' time. So if we say by 2031. And what I'd like to do in the coming year is to actually have purchased and refurbished my own home. And the reason for doing that is, one, because I need somewhere to live, and two, because it's also going to be able to give me valuable experiences, uh, sourcing property, securing finance, project management, completing a renovation, etc., that will set me up for longer-term success in property. So I really see my one-year goal as being the foundations and the building blocks of, um, of my property journey. So my, my strategy moving forward will be to augment my income um, through property. So I'm not looking in the short term, at least, to completely get out of my full-time job and to use property as my, my sole income. Um, so I would be initially trading property uh, as a source of building up an investment fund and then looking to go into uh, buy-to-lets or BRRs as a way of getting some supplemental income alongside my, uh, my nine-to-five, let's say. So that's from a, a strategy perspective. I think if we look at how I've had how I've felt throughout the program and what I've learned, I think looking back, one key aha moment was really right at the beginning of the program where I was having a conversation with Richard over WhatsApp. Um, and I was talking about a potential property that I wanted to buy. Um, and he opened up loads of these other doors. Uh, metaphorical doors, which allowed me to look inside and think about property uh, from a different perspective. So looking at it as an investment rather than just as somewhere to live. And that kind of has shaped my whole mindset moving forward um, about how you see it as an asset class and how we can add value, how we can monetize property instead of just seeing it as somewhere to live. Um, and that has been one of my main aha moments, I would say. Um, alongside going through some ups and downs of putting in, in putting in bids into properties, which I later found out weren't completely suitable, and realizing that I um, I kind of got run away with my emotions. So also learning how to control those from an investment perspective has been really important as well. Thanks, Matt. I was thinking back to that first exchange actually, and. Um, you know, probably who, you know, if you end up sharing your home at some point with somebody, they might not thank me for what I said, you know, which is, you know, looking at looking at a property as an investment or as an asset class or how to monetize it. But, um, you know, I, I kind of tend to do that. My wife sometimes, you know, tells me to pipe down if I'm thinking about it too much. So, but I think, you know, when you're young and you're single and you're starting out, it, there's some great advantages to looking at your home as an asset. So uh, I'm glad I opened those doors and thanks for, you know, engaging with me and, and going through that process. It's been it's been wonderful to hear some of the progress that you've made um, as we've gone over this uh, very short journey together. But thanks, Matt. We appreciate it. Thank you, Richard. You're welcome. And Jade, we have you up next. Yeah, hi. So, oh my gosh, I'm trying to, it's, it's, we've come so far since like the first, um, the first um, meeting together. Um, but yeah, I think my someday goal is to have property as one of my sources of income and it's going to allow me to kind of leave not have a full-time job and just have some financial freedom um and my one-year goal is to do a flip using bridging finance and um i've learned a lot over, over the course about borrowed experience and how to utilize my previous experience to my benefit and how to raise finance through investors and 
things like that, which have been really, really useful. Um, we've talked a lot about um, key performance indicators and what we consider to be um, what we're looking for in terms of success, like how do we define that? Um, and we're talking about return on investments, about 10 to 15 percent. I'm looking to do like two projects a year. It was also really useful to just kind of see where we want to get and what we need to do specifically in order to get there. And even putting, you know, we get, gave Richard was able to give me examples on like how many I would were to do if I'd done a similar project to what I've done in the past, what how many exactly I would need to do a year. So that's been really, really useful. Um, and I've seen areas that I need to work on, like deal sourcing and networking, um, and help, like trying to find a tradesperson that's um, efficient and trustworthy, and how that, how important that can be. And I think it's been really important and very useful in this course as well to kind of understand my personality and how maybe my introvertedness um, can mean I need to work on certain areas or how I can interact with other people in certain ways to kind of benefit me and have the best kind of conversation I can with people that might have different personalities to my own. Um, yeah, and then, so I've actually found this, one of the, the greatest things about doing this mastermind course has been, of course, speak with Richard and getting all his experience and just kind of picking his brain about what he's done and obviously just gaining loads of invaluable knowledge and experience from him. But also speaking to the other people on the course, I think it's important when you're going through something like this to find people that have maybe starting off at the same time as you or someone that's on, you know, similar experiences to you and kind of knowing that you're not doing it alone and kind of sharing this with someone it makes it less scary I feel anyway but to think that you're all kind of in a sense doing it together and you can all kind of go to each other for advice so that's something that's been really really useful and um yeah this program has definitely given me um the confidence to go forward I think before it's kind of like you don't know where to begin and you have a goal but you don't know how you're going to get there and this has kind of been slowing down and getting advice from someone with experience on how exactly you're going to do that sometimes that's reading you in if you're kind of getting running away with your ideas of what you want and sometimes also pushing you to if you need to think bigger and dream bigger and how you're going to do it um yeah it's been an invaluable experience and I'm, I'm really excited to put it into use and it's definitely changed my life for sure Oh, well, thanks, Jay. It's, it's, it's wonderful to hear that. I remember one of our first conversations, and um, I think I was saying something along the lines of, um, you, you just need to believe in yourself because you already mm -hmm. had so much going for you. You had that experience. You weren't borrowing it, actually. You had it yourself. And, <laughs> you know, so I think yeah. it's, to, it's that confidence and that belief that I can see in you that started to, to really change. But you can, we can tell ourselves we're confident and we believe in ourselves, but actually, it's, it's what are the foundations? What are the building blocks? What are the what is that plan? And when it all comes together, then you can rely on that and be confident, um, as well as your own you know skill set, experience, capabilities, for example. So, it's been a pleasure working with you. Um, it's good to hear the feedback that you've just given, and I wish you all the best, obviously, uh, for your future. Thank you. You're welcome, Jade. And um, he's not he's not last this time, but uh, Ryan is is uh, up next. Yeah, so my name's Ryan, as Richard said. Um, I have an Instagram account where I've been documenting my journey, amongst other things, on at Making Money Simple. In terms of the property journey, my someday goal is very similar to the last podcast recording that we did, which is essentially to have my income and my investments generate enough passive income, both property investments and stock market investments, 
to essentially be able to stop working my nine to five job one day and be able to live a life of time and financial freedom with the one year goal in a nutshell being to get on the property ladder, which essentially links into the strategy that I'm going to follow. So the plan is to use my first time buyer benefit or perk of only needing a 10% deposit to buy a property a bit further outside of London, um, a slightly rundown property. I'm planning to do a refurb and then essentially uh, managing that project from a distance and then hopefully being able to rent that property out to start the um, passive income. In terms of um, aha or breakthrough moments, there's been quite a few. The most important one probably is realizing I actually can get on the property ladder now and start the property journey. Whereas a month ago, I thought um, it'd be years away and I'd just be working and saving. Um, the second one, which links to my strategy, is that I can actually recycle most of my cash, which I didn't realize before. So using Richard's uh, deal analyzer spreadsheet and running through that with him, I now know I can essentially do a project, do a BRR project, and then get onto my second property. Whereas, as I said 30 days ago, I didn't think I'd have a property for a number of years. Um, in terms of the course, yeah, it's been really good. I've learned a lot about property and gained a lot of invaluable experience, as others have said. Um, but I think the most important thing about the course for me has been that I've been consistently um, working on my property business plan and researching property and speaking to Richard, as well as Martin, David and Sue um, weekly to essentially keep pushing me along my property journey rather than just being still, which I had been doing for so many months. Um, and yeah, the main thing, that the best thing probably from Richard was that I've actually now got my strategy locked down, which is good. So I know now know how to progress and work towards my one year goal. Um, and then going forward, as I mentioned, the next plan is to get on the property ladder and then start the buyer to let empire from there. Yeah. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> that came in right at the end. <laughs> no problem, Ryan. Brilliant. Thanks for that. And um, you know, it's funny what you what you put in is what you get out. What you give is what you get. And so, you know, you, you for example, have been very, very consistent in terms of uh, I won't say badgering me. But, you know, in terms of sending me voice notes, sending me WhatsApps, you know, sending me stuff just to go, off. I've had another look, I'm thinking about this, what do you think? And, and that's absolutely great. You've made the most of it. And, you know, that's that's obviously helped to propel you and get crystal clear um, on it. So I think... Yeah, you know, thank you for all the help, obviously. <laughs> that's okay. No problem. But equally, and, and I'll cut it back to you, um, we're going to maybe talk about, you know, content shortly. But um, you've, you've also helped to teach me. And I think... It's, it's, you know, we, we're all, we can all learn off one another, all of us. And so, for example, with your Instagram page, I've noticed how you go about that and the quality of your shares, the number of your follow, followers, et cetera. So what was it again? I forgot what it was called. Making Money Simple. Making Thank money you for the plug. <laughs> so Making Money Simple on Instagram. Um, check it out because I mean, I've literally had people who are a little bit long in the tooth, uh, but, you know, experienced investors who said, I looked at Ryan's page, I downloaded his ebook, and he's talking a lot of sense. So, um, you know, that was glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, quite a compliment. So, we, we can all give and take. We all, we can, you know, learn from one another, and you can pay it forward, as I'm sure you are doing. So, I just want to say thanks for everything, Ryan, and I wish you all the best, obviously, with your future. Cheers, Richard. You're welcome. Of course, next up, of course, we have Joe. Right. Okay. So, um, over the past few weeks, I've been looking at my, um, 
and my goals and my plan and what I'm going to do next. Um, I've always had a kind of idea of, of what it is that I want to do, but it's never been that down on paper and it's never had specific steps on how to actually get there. Um, so in the next five years, I think I would like to be out of my current job and going full-time into property. In the next year, I plan to buy my first project, which will probably be to renovate and then sell it. And then my next one after that will be buy, renovate, refinance. So I can keep hold of that to uh, start getting a bit of rental income. Um, over time, I'm going to probably continue using this strategy interchanging between buy, renovate, refinance and flips. Yeah, doing larger and larger projects over time and hopefully using investor funds to help me scale a little bit faster. Um, during this course, I think one of the main things for me that uh, one of the main things that I, I learned about was the um, getting to understand yourself and, and other people and how you can better communicate with people who might have a, a little bit of a different personality to you. Um, I really feel like in, in my communication, in my full-time job, it's actually affected me a lot. It's been really positive. Um, but overall, this uh, the, the past few weeks, it, it's been really, really beneficial. And I feel like actually getting my goals down on paper, breaking it down into manageable little tasks, it's been really, really helpful. And I honestly think that going forward, it's going to change my... Um, my perspective on on all of this cool thanks joe i really appreciate your share and your you know humility and sharing of what you've picked up along the way um but equally i talked with ryan how he you know we all we can all learn from one another but i gave you a spreadsheet to help you model out your future plans with some real numbers and then you dismantled it rebuilt it expanded it and gave it back to me um, as a bigger, better, shinier version. So that, that was a, that was quite a revelation for me, actually, to see how you've got that four different strategies merged into one spreadsheet, two different timelines. So that was that was amazing. So you were talking about yeah. personality. Yeah, well, Go ahead, sorry. Well, I've, I've tried to, uh, to make a model similar to that kind of thing before, but never really been able to know exactly what information I thought was most important to have on there, but actually having your model to work off and, and change it rather than make something from scratch, it was really helpful. Now, you, you, you'll get used to working with spreadsheets. I'm sure you'll have a lot of fun with that <laughs> as we go forward. Uh, but he, <clears throat> interestingly, when we're talking about, you, you're talking about this sort of softer side and the wealth dynamics profile, we've all got relative strengths and weaknesses. And that brings us me, me to talk about all of you. So you're, you're all unique individuals but you can complement each other you can you know support one another and i hope you carry on to do that so i've thrown you together in this hodgepodge group you've got to know each other a little bit over the last 30 days um you know the, the opportunities there for you to carry on working together uh, to support one another on your respective journeys none of you have got an identical plan but um you know you you started in a similar place at a similar time and hopefully you can you know keep that sort of thing going. So it's been a pleasure to work with you. I called you earlier my lab rats, uh, maybe a bit of an unkind term, but you know basically this is the first time I've run the Young Apprentice program. So thanks for putting it up with, with me as I've been finding my way through this program as well. And I just want to wish you every success for the future. Well, there you go. <laughs> 
I don't know about you, but you know, I kind of have a bit of a warm glow when I listen to that back. Uh, I listened to it back just now to take a couple of notes. And yeah, I just had this sort of warm, fuzzy feeling really as I'm listening to to the five of them there share some of their experiences, not not just because of the program, but actually where they see themselves going in, in the future and, and probably some revelations that they had, some realizations, uh, some belief and confidence. There were some co- common threads. Confidence was one that came up a couple of times. Um, having a clear plan uh, that is, is written down and then is broken down into more achievable steps, you know, it came out a couple of times. Uh, you might have noticed some differences. Some people wanted to um, maybe uh, go full-time in property. Some people wanted to supplement their existing uh, day job income, if you like. Some people wanted multiple businesses or income streams. So there was some variety in that context. But I think, you know, there was an awful lot of uh, common ground as well. I think having the plan uh, and, and having a, a sense of direction, having having a group of people they could lean upon, getting to know themselves a bit better as well. There is a part of the process which helped them to get to, to know themselves. We, we talked about Sue and some of the soft skills that came out of that as well. But also we got some of the harder measures like the strategy they're going to follow, uh, raising funds, how to manage projects, some of that stuff as well. And this is all in the space of 30 days. And, you know, it wasn't full time. So we had three calls and we had a number of one-to-ones and, uh, and some, some, we, we, we set up some accountability buddies. So each of the apprentices had somebody they could go to and ask questions. A pretty intense process. As I mentioned, it's the very first time I've done this. So um, I, I hope they enjoyed it. Uh, they certainly said they did. Um, let's see if they really did. But um, I certainly did. You know, it's great. I, fa- I find it inspiring to work with young people um, uh, and, and just to see their hopes being realized. So uh, that's that. So I did tell you, didn't I? I sort of whetted your appetite a little bit just before we shared that clip. But um, there's a there's a way in which maybe the apprentices, these young apprentices, can go forward. Now they're all young people, and they've all got um, you know either limits around their earnings, or they've got uh, they're they're furiously saving to try and get a first time um, uh, first time house owner deposit together. Um, some of them are still in full time education or, or in between jobs. So. Uh, money's not flush, if you like. But um, what I do feel about, yeah, I feel strongly that we should have them in, in the community um, together. We've got a, a mastermind group. Of, you pro- I've probably mentioned to you more than once. Sorry about that. But we have a mastermind group where a, a lot of the people who've got, been through the sort of uh, the grown-ups version of the apprentice program kind of graduate into the mastermind group. And, um, and that's where they sit. And we just have some, we have group calls. We have some special interest groups. We have guest speakers. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff that goes on in the mastermind community, and it'd be really great if we could keep these young apprentices close. But with one eye on the funding side of it, what I've actually asked them is whether they'd like to pitch um, for some additional investment uh, to support them with the cost of the mastermind program. Not forever, but maybe just that first year to give them a bit of a kickstart. And so um, I'm not going to make too much of a big deal about it. Um, myself and other members of our existing mastermind are probably going to uh, listen and pitch in if we possibly can, depending on the quality of the pitches, of course. Um, so it's a bit of a dragon's den type of scenario <laughs> we're putting them through. But um, maybe if that's something that you know is, is caught your attention in some way, uh, and maybe you'd like to support, um, you know, a little bit some of these young people on their next step of the journey. Uh, hopefully, what we're imparting into them is good stuff, and you know, we'll keep them safe 
in an environment which isn't always you know safe when i'm not talking about personal safety i'm talking about financial safety more than anything so if that's if that's just stirred you in some way by all means just just connect i'm not going to talk too much about it um we're, we're going to ask them to make some kind of contribution themselves anyway so that they've got some skin in the game so to speak won't be a completely gratis scenario but if they've inspired you perhaps in the way that they've inspired me and some of the other members of the community uh, and you want to support them perhaps uh, on the next stage just reach out we'll we'll talk about how that can be um, literally it's just a matter of days though so um, don't delay <laughs> it could make the difference between some of these people going on to join this mastermind uh, group or, or otherwise so there we go um it's all about them this this week uh, so yeah not another week of no due diligence i'm not even sure i'm going to come back to due diligence um it's probably not inspiring me but it's probably very very essential that i share it with you so maybe i will maybe i won't i'm waiting to hear from someone to say yes please richard share the episode on due diligence but so far nobody's actually written in and said that so i might it might be a bit of a sign it might be a bit of a sign so it's all about the young apprentices today hopefully that's been enjoyable to you know see if you like the transformation in them in a, in a short period of time i'm probably looking to maybe do a similar process not that often, maybe once a year, probably, um, uh, in in a similar vein. Um, I'm sure it can be improved. Uh, I'll, get, I'll get take some feedback from the young apprentices, but they did seem to enjoy it. So uh, maybe once a year, we could bring in the young apprentices, another program, and, and see how that goes. But it's all about them today. Uh, hopefully, that's been interesting just to share their insights and see where they're going. And, you know, it can give you uh, also uh, something to latch on to, can't it? Uh, wherever you are in your journey you don't have to be a young person you can be young at heart or young in your property journey to be able to benefit too and even if you're more advanced uh, in terms of age or in terms of experience well there's a way in which you can get involved perhaps and support some young people getting involved in in this part of the community so we can maybe help someone else along the way is a key point but there you go um the show notes to this week's episode will be over at the website thepropertyvoice.net as they usually are i'm experimenting with different transcription services at the moment so let's see how that's working out but you can read as well as listen uh, if you go over to the website and of course if you want to talk about anything from uh, today's show including maybe sponsorship for one or more of the young apprentices you can always email me podcast at thepropertyvoice.net um, to talk about that or indeed anything to do with property i'd be delighted to hear from you but i guess that's all there is this week and until next time on the property voice podcast it's chad Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.